If you did every single thing that I talk about in every single video, would you be perfect? No, you probably would only be eating air and you probably wouldn't be able to move because you literally would paralyze yourself with information. That's not what I'm after. This video is to share some interesting new science surrounding eating protein after a sauna. Okay, saunas do really interesting things inside your body. It's more than just exposing yourself to a lot of heat. If we understand what's happening, we might be able to shift some things and get a better outcome. It doesn't mean it's the end all be all, but it's all about getting better every single day. Make sure you hit that red subscribe button and then please do make sure you hit that little bell icon to turn on notifications so you never miss a beat. After this video, there's a link down below for Natura. Now Natura is like Thrive Market, but they're for the Canadians. Now the reason I did this is because so many Canadian followers on my channel are asking for a place that they can get their groceries online. So I just wanna let you know, there's a special link down below for you to check out Natura. So you can get all your keto goodies, you can get fasting goodies, you can get all these pantry staples delivered to your doorstep, even if you're a neighbor to the north. All right, let's rock and roll. So here's what's going on. There's some interesting science that's coming out, and now a lot of this is still in vivo, so it hasn't been transferred into larger human studies yet, but we see where it's going. Okay, first you have to know is when you go into a sauna, the benefits are not just the fact that you're elevating your heart rate and you're sweating. In fact, a lot of the internal benefit comes down to something known as a heat shock protein. Talked about them before, but what a heat shock protein is, is a protective mechanism. It's like a cylinder that forms around proteins in your body because of a response to heat. You're exposed to high heat, the body actually has a mechanism to protect you from that heat. So it protects the proteins and it protects what is called the folding and the unfolding of those proteins. Sparing you the details there, it basically makes it so your proteins don't break down in your body as much. So heat shock proteins allow our body to adapt to high heat and ultimately can make our cells more resilient and stronger. Now another thing that occurs while you are in a sauna is you have a level of autophagy that occurs. Now again, you probably know what autophagy is, but just to summarize it really quick, autophagy is like a cellular recycling where your body uses uh, components of a cell that normally would be used, but maybe are in a weaker condition. So it's like a survival of the fittest mechanism within your body. It's happening all the time. It's always an on off switch within your body, but there's certain things like fasting that elevate it a bit more. Turns out that using a sauna is a way to activate autophagy without calorie deprivation. It's pretty wild and it works in a really interesting way. Anyhow, the Journal of Autophagy published a study that showed that autophagy is critical for the preservation of the proteins that are inside and encapsulated by heat shock proteins during a sauna and after using a sauna. What this means is that without autophagy occurring, you don't have the same protection from the heat shock proteins. So I'm gonna give you two examples. One example is if you never had autophagy, and another example is as it is now, if you have autophagy occurring. If you did not have autophagy and you sat in a sauna, you would not have heat shock proteins activate as much, which means that your proteins would get broken down. It could mean that you end up with some levels of toxic waste within your body, but it would also mean that you're not getting that uh, cellular resiliency that you need built. So you miss out on that. Now, in the situation where you do have heat shock proteins and you do have autophagy occurring, you sit in a sauna and you actually get stronger. Your cells learn how to defend themselves or they learn how to actually build a force field around themselves. You become more resilient to heat. Therefore, you can activate different metabolic processes better. So, where does food come in? What does this have to do with anything? Well, protein activates mTOR. And that is okay, that's more than okay. We want protein, I love protein. I talk about it all the time, okay? But 
protein does activate mTOR. Now there's a time and a place for mTOR. The time and the place for mTOR is not when you're trying to activate autophagy. So here's a little fundamental equation for you. If autophagy protects the proteins in your body and mTOR turns off autophagy, then we are going backwards. We'd be turning off the very thing that's protecting our protein in an effort to consume protein. So what you want to do is you want to wait about an hour or an hour and a half after any kind of sauna session before you consume protein. Why? So that you have the continual effect of the autophagy still protecting your proteins in your body before you go and turn off that autophagy switch by consuming protein. Does that make protein bad? No. It makes you smart because you're able to use protein at the right time. Okay, if you took everything that was good and you used it all the time, it wouldn't be good anymore. Protein is good, but there's again, a time and a place for it. So wait one, maybe two hours after your sauna session and you'll find that you might get a better cellular response from it. Will you feel it? I can't guarantee it, but in vivo, it's pretty interesting. See you tomorrow.